Yo, 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 we are back. The Get Up Podcast. We got S. Dot in the studio. What's good? What's good? And we actually have a guest, but actually, let me welcome in our, our other brother, our other brother of another mother. Pharaoh, say what up. Yo, what's good? It's Pharaoh. Yeah, so we are here, the Get Up Podcast, and we got a, a guest, our, our boy from Mount Kisco, Westchester, our boy Dave. Say what up, man. What up, everybody? Yeah, man. So we are here another week, another crazy week. As you can see, we are here in PVA Studios where it all goes down. As long as we actually also have our CEO of PVA Studios, Ty. He's here. Yeah, man. So we- oh, I'm over here trying to post it on Instagram, trying to make sure that I get uh I get all, get all of the uh, the new the ratings and, and the likes and shit. <laughs> can't stay off the gram. Can't stay off the gram. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so 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 to our guest Dave, man, this like welcome, man, for sure. I, I, we were actually talking about it, um, you know, off you know air, if you want to call it that, offline, <laughs> offline. Uh, and so just to our listeners, our, our boy Dave, we all grew up together. We all went to the same high school. We graduated together. Everybody, of course, went along their, their different journeys, so to speak. And so since that time of 05, what have you been up to, Dave? Tell, tell us. What, what's been going on? Yeah, some of the last 15 years. In a- exactly. <laughs> Give us the spark Five notes. Minutes. Do you remember the spark notes <laughs> that we used to have? Oh, wow. Yeah, spark throw notes. it back, baby. Wow. Throw it back. <laughs> well, I mean, right after high school... I went to like John Jay College of Criminal Justice. I was really interested in like justice. Um, my counselor, uh, Miss Lackner. Oh, you had Miss Lackner? Yeah. I she, had Mimno or Mineo, one of the two. I keep getting Mimno, up. Mimno. Mimno, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, Lackner, she sent me off to uh, become a cop or something. And like, I wanted to become a detective. Like, I was interested in the whole like CSI thing. I think like the scientific way of like apprehending a, chem- a criminal is like a, a good concept mm. but then um i during my time of uh john jay college of criminal justice in manhattan i um got this like bootleg version of this 9-11 documentary thing mm. that like where'd you get it um my dad works at a factory okay and uh there was this puerto rican guy who uh was selling bootlegs and um that was one of the bootleg uh choices that you could buy like i mean he had okay. a whole list he yeah had like 300 like movies you could that's what we call the the uh, stereotypically the china man <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Legs. yeah yeah no like he was i had a lot of like i gave him a lot of my money because like it was a cheaper way of just to buy movies but uh one of those things was a documentary that happened in canada like a lot of um people want to talk about like conspiracy theories and how it's kooky but a lot of like credited accredited people were um, trying to talk about this a long time ago, like in 2007, and um, it kind of just like changed my whole perspective on things when I learned that like the criminal justice system isn't really concerned of like apprehending criminals. Oh yeah, we can we can talk to, we can talk about that, baby. <laughs> Get him. We can talk about that. It's like it, it didn't work the way I thought it would work. And what was that point that was like we, like either watching it? um that got you to be like damn it was just it wasn't one in it wasn't one oh, inconsistency it was okay it wasn't one inconsistency in the official story it was like a it was like 
mm. almost every aspect of the official story was uh incorrect i mean if you if you have the if you took if you took the time to actually like look into it but um it was a very sensationalized thing it was like a spectacular on television for everyone to see and it was it's basically it's still like the common theme that everyone is adhering to like mm. this whole terrorist thing yeah and um like when you say like everybody are we are and we have to kind of um differentiate that now everybody meaning are we talking about you know uh trump supporters are we talking about um progressives are we talking about like who are we talking about black white spanish asian the only thing unifying this country is this false story of uh this this 9-11 thing that like is responsible for the allocation of tax dollars Mm. that's going to the state of israel and like they're defining what terrorism is okay And, and like people have to kind of understand that um the the people who are being targeted by state dollars are just native people trying to reclaim their territory and um like the, like native americans are being native americans you know, all, all, any any minority group everywhere and every continent and and every continent every continent there's like native people trying to reclaim their territory and their resources and they're being labeled terrorists yeah and uh it's happening in colombia like it's interesting what's going on in colombia right now i was actually watching a vice news special or something like that on what's going on in colombia yeah like hopefully the the real definition of terrorism like shaking up some like shaking up someone else's territory yeah and uh making their wildlife uh flee the area because you're mining like you're trying yeah you're trying to uh to creep up off the the land so to speak to to come up off the lands uh you know digging in in um kind of just taking the natural resources i mean specifically specifically in south america you have i'm still living at my mom's house but i had the opportunity to check out south america in a pretty interesting way dope and like um like for example right now at this moment um in the andes in peru this uh german company is like uh taking 80 percent of the mountain water for their uh beer company oh shit so that's just like one example and, like, then, and of course they're taking it away from somehow from they're doing beings. it legally somehow outside influence like 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 foreign influence is like allowed to legally um complicate the lives of people who are just like trying to live peacefully yeah and uh it's just i have this perspective that i don't even know what to do man to be honest with you i mean you're one person in this in this giant uh in this giant world you know in this in, uh, in this giant whatever you i mean granted some people will call it a flat earth but some other people will call it this ball that we're floating around through space you know so it's like yeah. you can you can only do so much you know but of course as long as you make that impression um you know while you're here for as long as you're here yeah you know and i feel like it's interesting how all of us are kind of getting to uh to this to this you know spot in our life i i don't want to call it um i don't want to call it us getting older and us becoming like our parents <laughs> you know like now we're able to say damn and i really did fuck up when i was younger and my <laughs> and my parents actually had a had a reason to uh 
to if if they if they did discipline you in whatever way, shape, or form. But I I want to say that back in our day, our parents were definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Farrell, how how what was your discipline of, of or your mom's discipline of choice? Pharaoh. <laughs> the silent treatment. The obviously. silent treatment. That's what it was. That's what it was. The, the silent treatment. Uh so when he actually gets back, we'll probably get him. He may be actually on mute, but um all right, but we're gonna actually keep going. But um just to kind of like dive into, you know, in regards to like what Dave was, uh, you know, kind of just, you know, summing up, uh, you know, with after. Yeah. Oh, now you come back. What's good? Now you no, come no, back. It wasn't silent treatment. You started, <laughs> you started, you started breaking up. So, you know. You just had to, fi- you had to fix it. So, <laughs> so answer my question then. What was your, what was your, your mom's uh, choice, uh, choice of uh, punishment for you? Yeah, I've been here the whole time, bro. I think I think your I think your call is uh what was your question? My question was what was what do you think or what not what do you think but what my was your mom's choice of yeah, punishment for me? Exactly. And, for <laughs> and when I got too big to beat, she just took everything out the room and still beat me. <laughs> but so and this is kind of to go on to you know to our uh our a different world segment here and i just feel like certain times uh, i mean i really that's feel a, like that's these, a shift yeah but uh, but, just, Who, but, but follow me <laughs> but follow me here because and it's a and it's a different form of punishment right now what's what's going on with uh with, with trump train wreck and 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 uh and i hate his, when you say appointees. follow you <laughs> and, and 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 his appointees here right so michael cohen right we're gonna dive into that really quickly uh michael cohen he just recently got raided not too long ago um just a few days ago and uh so just to let you guys know this wasn't a, a Mueller thing this, this actually was a new york a new york district uh, new york state district attorney or a, a southern new york thing wait and, so he got raided twice no it was just yes because you know what happened twice. donald trump said the day before that he had no knowledge on tv of what cohen was doing the very next day, he just the FBI raid, <laughs> and they took information for the storm. Like Trump, I think Trump kind of helped it out. You think so? <laughs> I want. I, I want to really say do. indirectly. Just, I want to say indirectly. It's all too connected. Yeah. Like because that was the big thing. Like in, in New York State, if you make a deal on behalf of someone without their knowledge in New York State, that'll get you kicked out of the bar. So. I mean, he might have broken the law for the state of New York. Damn, 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 damn. So just it's oh. more just like this guy doesn't know when to be quiet. And that's why none of the top tier law firms will represent him because they get on TV. He'll say something stupid. And then all of a sudden, you know, your house is getting raided. You're getting this barred and you're like, wouldn't this guy just be quiet on the news for like five seconds? That's like we would have all been good. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. You could have you saved yourself and not, and not dry snitch. Uh, I don't snitch. want those problems. <laughs> he could have did that and not and not dry snitch. But just to our our, our listeners, um, this is exactly what happened uh, recently. This was actually just a couple of days ago uh, to this guy, Michael Cohen, who is Trump's personal and close friend. He's personal lawyer and, and close friend here. Listen to this. Home. He's staying at a hotel while his uh, apartment is being renovated, I think. The New York Times was first to report today that the FBI raided Cohen's office, quote, seizing business records, emails, and documents related to several topics, including payments to a pornographic film actress. 
That would be the $130,000 that Cohen says he paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels right before the 2016 election in order to keep her quiet about an extramarital affair she says she had with Donald Trump. Now, as to why Cohen's office got raided, the Washington Post was first to report today that Cohen is under federal investigation for possible bank fraud, wire fraud, and campaign finance violations. Investigators took Cohen's computer, phone, and personal financial records as part of the search of his office at Rockefeller Center in New York City, which incidentally is where I sit right this second. Quote, the broad seizure collected communications between Cohen and his clients, including some with Trump. So in this case. So that was, so as we hear, of course, from Rachel Maddow, our, our liberal news, <laughs> as Farrell as uh, loves to point out, our liberal news. Uh, but as you heard, so. Hello, liberal. <laughs> so as, as uh, we hear Rachel Maddow, and of course, going, this is through all of. Um, through all of uh, the media, yeah, that um, our personal lawyer is is under federal investigation. But what happened to drain the swamp and and all of that? I mean, we see that it was just a fabrication, just so that Trump, a rich white man, can basically get poor white people on his side. But what happened to drain the swamp here? Like hmm. you're over here taking. Well, you know, when you're somebody like Trump, um, nobody other than the swamp can represent you. So, like, remember the two lawyers who got caught having a loud conversation about the case at a restaurant in front of a New York Times reporter. I did not hear about like, that. I did not hear about like, that. What happened? Type of, um, so Ty Cobb, his, one of his lawyers, one of his key lawyers for the White House was having an argument with another one of his lawyers about the case at a restaurant. Oh, wow. Out in the open. And there happened to be a New York Times reporter sitting there just listening to them and writing down all the information. <laughs> like, this is I the, could picture that. This I is could the crack that. team that Trump Literally has. The best people. The <laughs> best people. Yeah. And it's, it's insane because usually if you're the president of the United States, like the best lawyers in the country are fighting over to do your case for free. He can't find anybody because nobody wants to represent him. So you get the type of lawyers who are talking at a local subway about your case. Like, oh, Trump did it, but nobody knows. Oh, hey, there's a New York Times reporter right there. Please don't report this. I don't did. So they they saw they found out that they that uh, this was a New York Times reporter or did they not even know about that? They didn't know. The New York Times reported it. Because mm. the guy was sitting there with like the the recorder out, like just like literally with the recorder out, just listening to their conversation. Yeah, like this happened a couple of months ago. But I'm just saying, like this is the type of people who are representing Donald Trump. Donald Trump, and this is why this kind of stuff happens to him. This is why they get raided is because like he's such a bad business person and such a toxic person to be around. Yeah, that all no you one get really is wants to work with him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's a, the biggest that's a good thing. thing. Like, yeah. That's- we see a change that's happening though you know people are becoming like more conscious of like that there you go that's that's good shit. somebody else um i actually just saw it was briefly i'm gonna try to see if i can look it up i'm not sure but um on the uh another one of uh scott's cabinet people left i i can't remember exactly um what position it was but somebody just resigned today (laughs) well everybody's resigning every other day yeah yeah like everybody's (laughs) leaving and but would you say that there's the same amount of people leaving at like granted it's a do you believe it's just a revolving door so to speak like do you think that people are coming in and leaving or is it just people are leaving and it's and these things are not being filled because um, i mean some of the positions are, are getting filled but also you have to understand that the republican i 
idea of government is smaller the better they don't think that any of these people are necessary oh so the more that these people to leave the more it proves to them that oh see government is inefficient yeah that's why we can get rid of all these people and you know government is working fine yeah so they don't have a real incentive to hire these people because they want government to shrink so they can you know lower taxes and keep all the money for themselves well we see we see that the republican way of doing things is is changing and especially with all of these protests yeah go ahead pharaoh I mean, I think that statement's a little jaded because there's two ways of looking at it. Which statement? The statement about how Republicans want to govern. Yes, they do believe in smaller government, but they typically also believe in filling the positions. This is the first Republican president who really hasn't filled the majority of the positions a president's supposed to fill. So when you ask, do we have a resolving door policy well, the door was never, the building was never full. Mm. So <laughs> if you're losing people and hiring for them for jobs, there are still a lot of jobs you haven't yet filled. Yeah. And there are some of these people who are leaving who haven't been replaced because these are positions that, like I said, have barely been filled. Mm. So we still do have a large staff deficit for the executive branch right now exactly and it's kind of causing problems all over the place especially in the form form of diplomacy where you don't even have ambassadors for a lot of your major a lot of countries yeah. that you're supposed like to north with. korea we don't have ambassador for them and germany we don't have a ambassador to, for a, a lot of these positions so wh- yeah, what's I mean. what's going on especially with everything with all of these ambassadors not not here we don't have somebody well we know that nobody can really you know speak to trump and even try you know because he believes that his way right now is the the right way and that he is the person who solely put him uh you know in 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 his position as as you know basically true, the quote true. unquote and leader of the free world to, even back true and even back to republicans i would say the republicans believe in cheap government mm. I know we always say big or small. I've always said it's not about big or small. It's about cheap and expensive. And And that's how the two look at it. And I can even say cheap government, they believe in more militarily government. Does that make sense? Yeah. They believe if we're spending money, we should be spending it on the military and everybody else to pay for their own stuff. And that's kind of the difference. I mean, just to kind of refine, because I 100% agree with uh, what what Farrah was saying, Um, just to kind of refine what I was trying to say, I guess. So if you look at Republican governments before, they're all career government people. So like George Bush Sr. was, was in government for forever. So he knew the necessity of a lot of these roles and he would fill them yeah he still wanted to shrink government but he knew that having ambassadors to all of these places were important he knew they were important so he filled those positions Mm. we're in a very new piece of territory right now where we have all these people who have no government experience who are running in here saying oh you could run government with five people and they're finding out that this is um not the case because you don't have all the people who who are able to do all to do their job yeah and these state department with like diplomacy and things like that and the thing is with the white i to the, that kind of uh, baffles me because they almost think that the White House can be run by just a selective few amount of people. Like this White House is supposed to be running the entire United States. Like, how do you believe that just a handful of people can can assist or can do that? Like that 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 uh, work and, is ridiculous. Yeah, and, and not even just the United States. We police the world. Yeah. So For real. you're trying to <laughs> That's police very true. the world yeah. on a limited staff? Mm. Are you fucking serious? Mm. 
And I think also the problem is like you can't have it both ways. So if you want if you want to police the world and do all this, then you need a large government infrastructure to do that. Now Republicans like the idea of cutting everybody else's spending and increasing, and increasing the, theirs. The, the military exactly. Spending. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you need people to either do that or you can have small government and not police the world. You can do both. You can you can't have it both. You can't ways, have it and both. That's what ways. they're trying to do. But they're trying to eliminate government and also have all this influence. Did you guys gonna, uh, you know deteriorate both? Did you guys uh, hear Donald Trump's? Easter speech by any chance anybody no 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 so he <laughs> apparently not. No. But apparently when uh speaking in front of kids about Easter you know of course they're taking the the uh, Christian way uh you know uh, pagan way of doing things and um saying that you know Jesus and everything you know depending on you know what he or she or you or me may believe but uh, he takes that time to talk about the billions, yes, billions of dollars that we are spending on the military. I think he was like forty billion or something. He was like, yeah, like or sixteen billion. Like here, here, just take these billions of dollars <laughs> here, military. You know, uh, everybody should be happy. We're we're giving uh, billions of dollars to the military, but Flint, Michigan, still does not have clean water. But uh, a quote, quote unquote to the to the mayor or the governor, they do have uh, clean water. Hold but on. And they the bottle program. It? Yeah, they just they just ended it, or until yeah, they just ended it. So until the water bottles uh, or their supply runs out, and he's saying that the um, the mayor, whoever that is, I don't know if you guys can look it up for me, uh, but whoever the the governor is of that state is like, yeah, the. Um, like the Brita filters that they use, but not Brita, but the filter water filters that they use are uh, adequate enough uh, to um, you know dispel any particular uh, pathogen or whatever that may be harmful in in or and of course to remove the lead <laughs> that too. Um, but I doubt this motherfucker is coming out to Flint drink, then and drinking the water. You know, um, I actually read that um, just on a side note that they're probably going to be done by the end of next year. So it seems like they're moving, but then I you know I thought they were moving at like a snail's pace so to speak um but just kind of going back to this uh michael cohen thing so yeah he got raided uh mueller is uh still on trumpito's ass as always um he and oh but the biggest thing i actually wanted to tell you guys or see what you guys thought about it so rod Roden, rosenstein he um what's his position at start again he's a, he's a high position of course but um the head of the the why am i blanking i know um, i am too no um pharaoh do you know Rod Rosenstein. This is, this is Sessions. He's like Sessions' you know deputy. What do you deputy. need to know? Um, the What's de- his title? Who are you looking for? Jeff Rod Sessions. Who what are you is, looking for? What is Jeff Sessions' job? Uh, attorney general. He's the attorney so he's general. The yeah. Deputy attorney. So he's general. a deputy attorney general. Okay. Uh, so they're saying. So of course we're they're uh, talking about possible firings uh, uh, of uh, you know Rod Rosenstein uh, and they I mean you know. Trump and his cabinets and you know his people is his his, his deplorables if you want to call them yeah. you know um, so the biggest thing they're saying so do you think that could happen do you think you know that uh, that Trump could actually fire Rod Rosenstein that which then would how circumvent this? how about this how about this how can you still ask if if this is possible <laughs> True. after everything that's happened True. Anything True. is possible. Anything is possible. All right. It's not if it's possible. <laughs> Kevin Garnett, after you went, anything is possible. Is it coming in today? <laughs> Will it come in three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> How long does this guy have? Yeah. And, and I think even with this situation, it's not like 
it's something that hasn't happened before. Yeah. Because that's what Nixon did. Mm. Nixon fired his attorney general, W. Attorney General, and he kept firing people until somebody fired the special prosecutor. Mm. So it's not like this is something that's unprecedented. Um, but the thing I think that's different for Trump is that Trump is going to have a hard time firing Jeff Sessions. Oh yeah. So he has to make he has to get Jeff Sessions because he has all this. the backing. Jeff Sessions has backing of like all most of the Republicans. Right? Yeah, it, not even like most of the Republicans. It's more like most of that you know alt right contingent. Yeah, like all of that is Jeff Sessions. He yeah. was there way before Trump was there. Way before. So yeah. you know, unless so, so far back that uh, Dr. Martin and, Luther King's wife, Sessions, <laughs> Credit Scott King. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. Sessions was Trump's first real, real endorsement. endorsement. True. It wasn't until yeah. Jeff Sessions endorsed Trump that that became a real candidacy. Mm. So you got to understand, Jeff Sessions is a good part of Trump's base. And most of the polling shows that the base doesn't like when he talks bad about Sessions. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, they, and of course, that's why Jeff Sessions, they said that he was, uh, he was scared and possibly thinking of, of, um, uh, of of stepping down, but I I think that's a lie. I think Jeff Sessions knows exactly his place. Jeff Sessions has to lock up too many the black South people. Doesn't quit, you know. Like he, <laughs> he has to send a lot of black people to jail. Like yeah. he's not quitting until his every Yo, one of us are locked up. Yeah, <laughs> take all, all the, the abuse. Are getting acquitted right now. Look at it. It's a good time. And, yeah. we, and we're going to be talking about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, officers being acquitted. Um, you know, later on. Um, but we're just going to move on to more of Trump train wreck and just uh, more of uh, what is actually going on with these Republicans. And the biggest thing that I'm uh, that I'm seeing is that with the media, uh, we're there. We're able to see exactly what uh, the fuckery, should I say, uh, that's happening within uh the republican party right now so scott pruitt i want actually i'm gonna uh, have you guys listen to the young turks here um and and what what happened to um uh scott pruitt who was the the head of the epa every single cabinet member now the reason ambition is his main problem is because he let it be known too publicly that he was interested in other bigger jobs perhaps governor of oklahoma one day perhaps uh, taking Senator Inhofe's job in 2020 as a senator, or even more importantly, perhaps taking Jeff Sessions' job as Attorney General. Now, as he's scouring around for other people's jobs, you know what that does? That creates political enemies. So he decides to go on Fox News, where he thinks he's going to be on friendly turf. But as Admiral Akbar could have told him, it's a trap. The reason is there is another more powerful Republican who apparently let Ed Henry know, have at it, Hoss. And he did. Look at what happens to Pruitt on Fox News. Why did you go around the president and the White House to give pay raises to two staffers? I did not. My staff did, and I found out about that yesterday, and I changed it. So somebody being fired for that? That should not have been done. And it so may, who it, did it? It may be there. There would be some accountability. A career person or a political person? I have to. I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. You I don't know. So you don't know who did it. I found out about this yesterday, and I corrected the action. So and we are in the process of finding out how it took place and correcting. So hang on. Forward. Both of these staffers who got these large pay raises are friends of yours, I believe, from Oklahoma, right? They are staffers here on the agency. Then they're from they're, they're friends they're, of yours. Well, they they serve a very important person. And you didn't know that they got these large pay raises. I did not know that they got the pay raises until yesterday. Okay, one of them got a pay raise of let's see, twenty eight thousand. The other was fifty six thousand dollars. Do you know what the median income in this country is? 
No, what, what? 57000 a year. Okay. So one of your friends from Oklahoma got a pay raise that's the medium income. They did not get a pay, pay raise. raise. They did not get a pay raise. They did? They, no, they, they did went. not. They did not. I stopped that yesterday. So you stopped it. Yeah. Are you embarrassed that it should you not run have happened. It should not have happened. And, and, and the officials that were involved in that process should not have done what they did. So just listen to that, y'all. <laughs> Damn. Like the head of the EPA, and of course, the uh, not too long ago, um, the and that was Fox News grilling him. Fox, like yo, but did you, but listen to Fox News. For, That's what I was balanced. Fair and balanced. Fox News was going in, and have we ever seen that happen on Fox News? Them go in on not, one not a Trump staffer and two another white male. Probably not since the Bush era. Oh my goodness! That's how bad shit's gotten. And exactly, and um, just uh, what, I can't. Right, I don't even want to remember his name. He right was now. on the plate. He really thought it was going to be an easy interview. He was like, "This is because Trump's he's news. on." I jot it. But if, we all know, yeah, Trump's news. Just as you said, he he's going on Fox. He's going on Fox News. That he he knows that uh, they're pro-Trump. They're gonna, you know, everything that he does is, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is the same news station that endorsed the idea that. Um, Trump actually like won the popular vote yeah. by like, and there were like millions of you know illegal immigrants who are voting. Like this yeah. is the same station. Yeah. So like he gets on there and he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna bash the liberal media for their fake news bias on this. And he he, he runs into that bus <laughs> on. He's like, uh, 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 I don't know. You heard him stumbling, right? The stumbling. They didn't get the races. And this actually the interview's not done. I want you guys. I want you guys to hear the rest. Lane to him again. President Trump said he would drain the swamp. I don't know. Is draining the swamp renting an apartment from the wife of a Washington lobbyist? I don't think that that's even remotely fair to ask that question. Okay, so uh, why did you then accept uh, $50 a night uh, to rent a condo from the wife of a Washington lobbyist? Let's talk about that. That is something that, again, has been reviewed by ethics officials here. They've said that it's market rate. Renting it from the wife of a lobbyist. Yeah. Who has no business before this agency. Hold on a second. So, Mr. Hart is is at Williams & Jensen, right? Major lobbying firm. ExxonMobil is the client. Uh, Mr. Hart has Exxon no Mobil have business before Mr. you, sir? Mr. Hart has no clients that has business before this agency. ExxonMobil has no his business. Firm, he's, the, he's, he's a member of a law firm. To, to take his relationship and extend You're not answering it, the question. Extend, it was like an Airbnb situation. When I was not there, the landlord, they had access to the entirety of the facility. When I was there, I only had access to a room. There were common areas. They used the facility at the same time that I was there. So you only so paid for the nights you rent you were there. That's exactly right. So, but that's, that's kind of a sweetheart deal because no, like not. your house in Oklahoma you pay a mortgage on that and when you don't sleep well, there yeah, yeah yeah when you don't sleep there you still pay the mortgage right not when I'm at use I mean yes but oh, this is, yes, a, this is a tremendous difference I, I wasn't using the facility uh, Ed when I wasn't there like come on wait can I just pull it out come like, on can I put out like three remarkable things about this story <laughs> yeah so so this is Fox News and what they acknowledge in this is that there are actual poor people yes like think about that like <laughs> acknowledge really yeah like oh like the medium Where? income is like what 56. is going on <laughs> I'm like I'm like wait did they, and then this they is a different world y'all this is the segment called a different a world pop shot at Exxon Mobil. <laughs> This is Fox News. <laughs> Who says there's no They want to thing- save the environment now? Like, <laughs> how did we get here? Exactly. They actually care. They actually <laughs> believe in global possible. warming. 
They believe in global warming and that what's going on with the, the ice caps? They actually believe that? And then the, the last thing is, I, I lived in D.C. for a long period of time. There is nowhere you could rent in D.C. Yeah. For one th- for fifty dollars a night, that's not rent. like a. But can we can we go renting <laughs> renting? And this is not Airbnb because you know are you, you're not really is that can still considered renting? You can't like quote unquote price. Yeah, fifty dollars. But like, grandmas, grandmas in D.C. don't even let you live at their place. Like, <laughs> like, the auntie won't even let you stay with her for that anybody much. Anybody was like, "Are you are you fucking serious? Fifty dollars a night? In D.C. has higher That's rent prices. That is the hookup. He the got New the plug. York City. The New York City has higher rent prices than New York City. Damn." Like, you would have to, like, so Anacostia is one of the worst places in D.C., and you would have to rent, like, a crack house out there, and it would still cost you more. It would still cost you more. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get a cardboard box for $50 crack a month. Crack houses are expensive now. <laughs> oh, you got to sell low crack. You got to be successful. Crack got to be successful. And so we're, so we're, we're, Market value. we're hearing renting, $50 a night. We hear... Uh, especially with Ben Carson before his wife, he blamed it on his that poor woman blamed it blamed it on his wife that uh, that uh, they bought what is it like twenty thousand dollars worth of china. It was like a it was like a thirty one thousand dollar table or something. It's like something that. of that nature. But like he threw his. That wife. story was so ridiculous. I was like, I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> I'm just like, how do you throw your wife under the table? Under the that table. Hard? I I just told her. I just told her to to uh, to do it, Whew. and I just told her to take care of it. And well, she took she, care of it. She never had nice things before. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't never had nice things. <laughs> about to get oh, on there. Shit. Like, see what happened when you let your trick get out of line. <laughs> These I, hoes out I don't here. know. I don't know if you guys saw um, saw Ben Carson's um, Twitter, but his Twitter is not Ben Carson. It's like it's Ben Carson and his wife's name. I can't. I can't remember his wife's name. But the but his uh, his avatar is is of his wife, like a picture of his wife, yeah. <laughs> not like him and his wife. So. <laughs> but of course, it says like Secretary of HUD or whatever the case is. You know, that's so to... trash, yo. Yeah. That's so trash. It's yo. He's gonna claim said, that next time. He's gonna be like, no, she's the secretary. I, I, don't, I don't even work here. What are yeah. you guys talking about? <laughs> so, but I can't even see. How can I be the secretary? I can't even see. I'm a doctor. Read. See the glasses. I work I in use medicine. My hands. She uses her eyes. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> it's no. a relationship. It's all but, balance. But talk. But talking about scripts. Um, <laughs> this uh, Sinclair Sinclair Broadcasting. Yes, which. Uh, Switch uh, tunes on you guys a little bit, but um, still saying almost on the same wavelength. But Sinclair Broadcasting, segway. Yep, um, Sinclair Broadcasting is one of, if if not the biggest broadcasting um, station in in the United States. All of the uh, we actually have it on our Facebook, but all of their um, stations primarily are in like Midwest, Rust Belt. And so forth. Well, right? I think a, a, a way you have to clarify is mm. that they are a they're like a conglomerate. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they buy up local stations, okay. and they have them broadcast. So you're going to be watching like your NBC nightly news, Through. and it's going to be a Sinclair broadcasting, broadcasting. news. Yeah. You're, you're not going to know. Hold it's on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Even conglomerate is wrong. 
They're like a virus, mm. <laughs> parasitic <laughs> organism, spreading to other organisms and then infesting them so, and creating them like their own. <laughs> so talking about parasitic organisms, take a listen to this. Paso Las Cruces communities, Eastern Iowa communities, Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, all right, I'm just going to stop that because it just sounds like the second coming or something like that. <laughs> like talking about a virus spreading through <laughs> a co- virus, virus spreading <laughs> through a computer, dude. Like that shit just sounded like I felt like uh, I don't know, like Chucky was coming. Listen to it. <laughs> the Matrix. The Matrix. <laughs> that shit is ridiculous right there. I really feel like Chucky or somebody's coming. What was that? Old, the old horse um, movies that we used to watch we back to in the day. That Leprechaun or some shit like that. Like that shit was ridiculous. So, so just as Estat was saying, is that um, you know. This is a, a, a Trump. Are we, would we say Trump affiliated, or is this Trump affiliated but not it's, but unaffiliated, so to speak? They're they're the um, very far right wing conservatives mm. who who have bought these stations. Virus, I mean, just as Pharaoh said. If virus. it wasn't Trump, it'd be somebody else. Um, but they, the thing I find, I, the thing I find interesting about it is that you see you see the older generation and how they use how they use facebook mm. and like they'll take any story that they see online so for the instance i had this aunt who posted something or my on- mom that shit is too funny i <laughs> <laughs> talking about parents being on facebook right but they they post these they post these pictures every god story and these yeah these news things like one was like oh there's a sex trafficking ring operating outside of target and they're going to ask you um this random question Fake it's like news. It's like they see that and they see it printed on the internet and they think it's real. It's true. Yeah. And, you know, like you see these broadcasting networks and a lot of people, they don't look anywhere else. They think this is their local news. Yeah. Like that's the problem with this. They think this is like the local weather news and it's really like they're like talking about the weather and then they're like, oh, yeah. And New York Times is biased. Vote for Trump. Like they don't know that it's a fake a, news. Hashtag a, fake news a partisan station like this is not as like fox news you go to fox news because you want a conservative point of view yeah but you don't do that for like nbc weather like you're not on there like oh i want the conservative weather <laughs> you know <laughs> i just and, want like, <laughs> just want the weather just, want give, the it, Trump weather. just like, give it to me plain just <laughs> <laughs> so like they're, they're sneaking this in and that's what's, so what's it looking like it. in tiki torch america <laughs> <laughs> what is southern jesus doing to us today <laughs> <laughs> the weather in charlottesville is good to get rid of the jews what <laughs> it's, it's a good day to have them niggers out there picking cotton every day's a good day for that <laughs> Good day for Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> like, wait, what? Blue Lives Matter over here in the, in the South. Yeah. So yeah, I just think it's a it's a very insidious way of doing it, and it's something that you know um, needs to be regulated. Like, because they're they're doing a great job of undermining the idea of objective journalism. Because mm. you see so much craziness going on, and it's like, how do you how do you determine what's real? Like, I, I I read like three news stations. I literally read the Atlantic, Washington Post, New York Times. That's all yeah. I read. I need to get to and Washington Post a little bit more, but I do. Yeah, Vice. Yeah, it's just the reason I do that is because like I don't know what 
all these other random ones are and i don't know who so i have to be like okay i trust these guys but what makes me trust them i'm not in the field with them you know what i'm saying like you wasn't with me shooting in the gym yeah well i'm not with them when they're doing the reporting (laughs) so like you know they could be out there like oh this is a b and c and i don't know so like it's it's hard you know Mm. Uh, so I'm trying to tell you. So that is actually our, our segment of Trump train wreck. Uh, all of that. I actually, um, kind of just from the darkness, right? The light comes in, right? And this light is actually the blue wave that's coming in right now. That's what it is. The blue wave, that blue good vibe that's coming in right now. Let's give it up for our Democrats turning seats right now, y'all. Let's give it up for them. I'm going to give them a hand clap. Farrell, give it up. Yes. Farrell, Come, on, <laughs> Come on, Farrell. Come on, Farrell. These are not liberal so, wet dreams anymore. So, what seats did they turn? Because I might have missed that. What you, you? So you didn't hear about the seats in was in Washington um, that they actually just turned that they just turned that uh, was Republican for like twenty three years or something of that nature. You didn't hear about that, brother? No, I didn't hear about that. Did we talk about that last week? No, we did not. Did that was that was just this week. We yeah. just we win in every week. Come on, every man. week there's we a new winning. win. <laughs> so far, so far, and this is actually by um, MSNBC. Okay. So far, thirty-seven. Keep, Hold on, listen, when listen, 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 listen. So far, thirty-seven House Republicans okay. have announced they are retiring and running for um, another office or resigning um, or resigning, resigning, resigning. How many seats do you need again? Uh, we don't. It's actually his first. But we actually don't need that many. Um, oh, no, it's, it's a couple hundred. I thought yeah. it was like twenty. We yeah, we don't need that many. Estad, I don't think so. It's like twenty seats, right? Yeah, and the house is twenty. Yeah, is it twenty or thirty. Oh wow! Now we can get. That How one. many? See- I don't I know. Think it, I, I know don't, it's possible. I don't, I don't know. Hold on. Stop. I'm not saying it's twenty. I'm saying I don't think quote, it's somewhere fair. around twenty and thirty. But I, I'm asking. Oh, he broke what up. is it? He broke up a little bit. Say that again, one more time. Say that last little bit. I said I was, I'm just asking, what is the number? Do any of you know? Oh yeah, well, um, we it's around. Through. It's about. Um, I would say it's forty, forty-five, forty-five seats. Okay. 25. So, um, and you have 30 retirees? They're damn near 37, and it keeps going up every day. I mean, were you going to try to retire yourself into a win? That's, I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what's about to happen. Look, I hope the Democrats win. I really do. I just, I, I'm a, I'm, I, I've lost faith in them, I think is the best term. Um, and I haven't really seen much difference in the polling. Trump's still maintaining that 30, 40%. Well, of course, I I mean, yeah, I I don't know if that's going to ever go down. And that's all he really needs. He only really needs that 30, 40 percent to win the election. Mm. So, well, let's talk about we're going to talk about positive about positivities. We're not going to and Pharaoh's not going to bring us down. So we're going to talk about Milwaukee's County Circuit Judge Rebecca (laughs) Dallas. We're going to we're going to talk about Rebecca Dallet, Dallet, D-A-L-L-E-T. We're going to talk about her and keep the blue wave of positivity going. Don't listen to Pharaoh because apparently Rebecca Dallet won a seat um, in the Wisconsin Supreme Court on Tuesday. Uh, It's actually the first time in 23 years. Yes, liberal wet dreams that a liberal (laughs) candidate won an open Supreme Court seat in the state. All by all by MSNBC. Dally won by nearly twelve percentage points. Of course, and this is still going up um, right now. She defeated Sauk County Circuit Judge Michael. Wait, twelve points. Screenock. That's a big win. Yeah, well, Although yeah. that's news. Twelve, 12 points. Yeah, twelve percentage points. 
Yep. Oh, that's big. That's yep. big. Oh shit. And this is one. This Flash. is one that Trump won like, um, like thirty. I think by like thirty or some odd percent or th- percentage points last time. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest story with a lot of these special elections is that the the swings that are happening. So like, we may only win by like one or two points, but these are places Trump took by. 10, 15, yeah. 20 points. Definitely double digits. And, and it's like that swing that makes, that puts the house in play. Yeah. You know, if you're only winning districts where like the, you know, the margin was like two or three percent, then, you know, I would have something different to say. But we're winning districts where Trump like swept hardcore. Um, so that's what gives me hope for November. But like, like Pharaoh, after, after that last election, I'm skeptical until I see the final vote tallied. Right now, <laughs> Democrats have flipped 39 state legislative seats from red to blue during uh, Trump's term. So how long has Trump been in office? Yo, a year and something DJ, now? DJ. <laughs> Plus the government seat. About two years. Jersey. About to hit two. Yeah. DJ, you know what's funny? I feel like all these little blue wave stories are like foreplay. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, they kind of are. Don't you like some foreplay? Don't you like your I nipples do, rubbed a little bit? I do. I do. <laughs> but last time, you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> the foreplay didn't last long. That's what happened with the with the Democrats and the Republicans. It didn't end like it was supposed to end. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary Clinton definitely was a chick. She was stroking the shit out of me. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. I'm trying to tell you, boy. But hey, Done. we're staying on the positivity. If I never hear that name again, it'll be too soon. Ah, of the blue wave. <laughs> um, all right. So we're actually going to... I wanted to uh, touch base really quickly about North Korea. Liberal banishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> liberal banishment. <laughs> she needs to go to the... The, um, the, the great fields. <laughs> like, go, go. Like, do your thing. I just think... Deep I'm trying to, in the great fields. I'm trying to... I'm trying to t- I really feel like, yes, she had her shit wrong with her, but she also had a lot against her like all of this shit that don't we're do hearing it. just about. move on don't yeah, do it we, we've had the don't discussion do <laughs> don't do it just move on don't do it all right so a completely different subject are we uh is, is north korea uh, north korea are they going to denuclearize denuke or not nah? what do you think nah. real quick nah what uh, you, for as long I as mean, we have the capability they put it on the tables yeah. for the talk if they do i mean like i said there's a lot of other things north korea can gain by becoming denuclearized, becoming a part of the world community as a communistic nation. Like, they do have some advantages in their play to denuke, uh, but it's a huge step. Their biggest annoyance to the world is them always threatening to nuke us. Yeah. So if they take away the nukes, I mean, there's going to have to be a huge agreement on everybody else's side that no one's going to invade them now. Like, that means that king can rule how he wants that's just it so, so this, uh, that's a huge that's a huge concession on both parts we take away your nukes but we're kind of agreeing to let you continue your dictatorship like reign mm. over there does that make sense yeah and um so that's that's a huge checkmate for him and like, like yeah well, i gave you nukes so so but, like, so like, jeffrey lewis real quick jeffrey lewis he's the director of the east asia non-profitary or how we pronounce it program <laughs> proliferate Proliferation, non proliferation, thank you, program of the Middlebury Institute of International Studies. Say that three times fast. The director of the East Asia Non Proliferation Program at the Middlebury Institute of International Studies at Monterey in California. Where'd Say that three this, times fast. Where'd you find this guy? <laughs> but he said in a recent New York Times op ed, rather than agreeing to disarm, Mr. Kim is saying he's willing to engage in a process headed toward an 
ambiguous goal. So nothing is nothing is saying clear. He's like, all right, we can talk about something if you want to. Like, if you want to talk about a dream or a dream that you may have, we can. But that's just not going to happen. Ridiculous. They're basically saying that Trump thinks he's going to uh, to to a summit or whatever. What's that summit that they're, go- they're going to be going to? The um, so he, they're saying that Trump well, is supposed to be growth. going to a su- yeah something right. He's going to a summit to talk about taking away Kim's nuclear weapons. Uh, but uh, Kim thinks he's going to a summit to talk about how quickly the U.S is going to get the hell off of his peninsula peninsula <laughs> de- definitely gonna go great that's a uh, vipin airing associate professor <laughs> of political science at MIT. A yeah he's a, he's, he's a political science um uh professor at mit so he, he, he's telling the truth though right yeah. so like funny. when the fuck are you guys getting off my peninsula i'll talk to you about that if you want to so <laughs> so if you look at north korea basically what they're doing is they're looking at Myanmar Gaddafi, right? Mm. He wanted to get nuclear weapons. He decided to stop his program, and now he's dead. Mm. Um, Kim Jong Un is looking that. at. I did read that. Is looking at the situation. <laughs> yeah. History this, recap. Yeah, history yeah, recap. He's looking That's at true. it the same way. He's there was like, one other person, right? There was one. There, there's a couple of people who yeah. were were trying to get nuclear weapons. So even if you look at Saddam Hussein, it's the yeah. same thing. He's trying to get weapons of mass. De- well, that's debatable. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the idea being that he didn't have them. The U.S. came in and deposed them. Yeah. If you're a world leader and you're trying to do these things, you see these lessons clearly. Mm. So what that guy is saying is 100 percent correct. Where he's like. You know, he's bringing him to the the peninsula to have this conversation, but the conversation is not going to be, we denuclearize, you give us a trade agreement. Yeah. It's going to be like, we denuclearize, you get out, <laughs> out of, of the here. South, exactly. South Pacific yeah. so that us and China can take it over. That's going to be, no, the, no. That's going to be the real debate there. Mm. Um, I think that's extreme, but I think you're close. It's, it's, it's going to be the, close to I that. Think the actual, I think the actual agreement is, we denuclearize, and you can't evade us or tell us what to do anymore. That's know. really going to be the thing, Dave. I don't because know, all, you- the other side. Hold on, the other side. Of this is we're we're saying this as if North Korea and South Korea haven't been engaging in their own talks. I mean, recently that's so, true. That just happened. Yeah. So, so that's another side. Like, regardless of the United States, North Korea is seeking kind of more diplomatic political relations with everybody it's not just a one-sided what's effort. the change though because so, that wasn't their tune before that you, i told you the change didn't i tell you how many times did i tell you i forgot you, what was the change said. well i don't even remember remember when that. him him and trump were arguing over who oh yeah but yeah that turned, bigger, that turned him on and yeah. then he was like he was like mm. <laughs> I, don't think, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think i want to die <laughs> let's try another way yeah <laughs> Um, he said, this, white, this white boy is crazy. <laughs> I think that was part of the change, but I also think part of the change was that they actually have a bargaining chip now. Mm. Before, they really didn't. They had nuclear weapons on their peninsula, but they couldn't launch them anywhere. They could just blow up themselves. Um, and I don't know if that was a great bargaining chip, but mm. now they can launch these missiles into um, South Korea. They can launch them after Japan. They can probably hit the U.S. Mm. So now when they have these negotiations, they have a much stronger hand. They can say, no, we're not giving up these things You know, unless you get rid of your missiles defense systems so i think that i think that what this guy is saying is accurate in that i don't think trump is prepared for the level of concessions that the north koreans are going to want to get rid of these nuclear weapons Mm. um yeah so that's kind of that's the way i see that going david i feel like you had something to say 
on. <laughs> on yeah, what money. do you think? What do you think about the United States getting in, in? As you said, trying to be what big brother, as they call it, trying to be the the bad know, brother, the bad brother, <laughs> but the you know trying to go into North Korea, you know, the bad brother <laughs> used to have no brother, and then you had <laughs> warlords. People forget that. <laughs> Yeah, we did have we definitely did have warlords and and more or less um I mean, so we're going to see exactly what kind of what happens with that story though, you know? And yeah, seeing we'll see. what happens. I'm not too sure what summit is supposed to be happening soon. I haven't really last week I was kind of out of touch, but um I mean, we'll see what happens at this summit and seeing what Kim Jong-un and Dotard actually really decide to say, but I yeah. mean, apparently he's not Dotard anymore because they're actually what friends? Do we want to say that they're friends now? <laughs> or acquaintances I mean, <laughs> have they crossed we're the, walking uh, towards being i think they're like mean girls who are like decided to stop like look. having random cat fights now mm. that's about it the two people who don't want to have nuclear war yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's about as close as um so just talking about trying to get like guns and things out of the hands of uh out of you know north korea will nuclear you know weapons but uh just talking about a weapon in general just trying to get it away from you know somebody how do we get uh guns out of the hands of police officers how do we do it is that a possibility can we do it can i we think do some it? police why would you do that uh, i, think some I don't people think only that's become cops <clears throat> to use a gun that's what I'm thinking. Like, a lot of the ones wait, they wait, were, uh, who were like bullied. Just repeat that point again. So I think that. like a lot of people who become cops, like one of the top reasons that um, that intrigues that kind of professional lifestyle is that they could always have like a burner on the side. On the yeah, and that like they're uh, immune to any kind of danger, whatever they th- see as a threat to to their kind of uh worldview um they could extinguish and we so. even said that um uh, uh granted yes we do know that and we do agree that a uh, police officer's job is dangerous right but and i know of, of course as, hold on hold on hold on, hold on. And hold on hold on and just as s dot said because i'm going to agree with him that they are not even in the top 10 percent or 10 um the top 10 of dangerous jobs i i, I want to actually say a bartender is is more dangerous than being a cop yeah, in one way shape or form but um just to kind of for our listeners college um, student yeah college student right <laughs> high school student yeah. in Florida. so um so alton sterling uh, i don't know if you guys heard about that but they actually just um uh, said that they weren't going to be pressing charges um against um the cops and and the cop's name um actually i did have it here i'm trying to blaine blaine salimony um video just recently came out and uh, and this video i they know i know that um was shown to like the jury or whoever the judge whoever it it is um but a new video was just released um showing that the cop and i actually have the the video i'm actually trying to pull it up right now um the cop was like saying i'm gonna shoot you in your fucking head like you know like out blatantly out loud. It's like something that they want to do, yo. Yeah, it's I like think I have it. It's, hold on, I have it right here. From the Baton Rouge Police Department, effective today. So it's hold on. I'm trying to see if I can get this fucking thing real quick to show you, to like actually have you guys listen to this shit because it's it's ridiculous. Hold on. Fuck. I think. Do I have it? Ugh. All right. Yeah. Can I just uh, so while you're while you're trying yeah. to find that, I'll just read off some jobs that are more dangerous 
than being a cop. Okay. Um, grounds maintenance workers. So if you were- hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Before we start this list, because I did pause for you. Okay. Yeah. We hold it up. Are we really having a discussion on whether or not? Cops should carry guns. That, <laughs> I want. We need are to. You, are you being realistic? We right need now? to. Because hold on, hold on, hold on. You want your like, regardless of the issues, we definitely have with police in this country. They're fucked up. I'm black. I fucking hate them. There needs to be reforms across the board. Body cameras don't work. There are definitely levels of white nationalists just joining police forces so they could fill and use guns. Yeah. All that, the blue, the blue KKK, all that's real. But as a matter of civilization, you want the people policing your population to have less weaponry than the people in the population, but it's but the thing is, I want to say that so if you take, I want to say that there's their guns. Old, you're going to take the people's guns too. Yeah, because, because that's what they've been doing. All the um, all, all the things so that are happening in start Chicago. A civil war. The hap- what's happening? I mean, yeah, it's going to start. Granted, don't get me wrong. I'm not being naive and thinking that things you, like no, no, things like, aren't going to be repercussions. Like, but I one think one is connected to the other. I feel, but the thing is, I feel like in I feel like it's a possibility because it's been going on right now in Chicago, where uh, and uh, and other places where they have said, people, if you give up, you know, to the citizens, if you give up your gun guns, like you know, they either trade they either trade it for money or whatever the case is, right? And I bet yeah, you, I bet have, you, I bet you that if people. Guns. I bet you that too, exactly. But I bet you yeah, that if people and they have high shootings, so yeah, but I bet you if I bet you if the police didn't actually, know we're arresting people, they had to try a new tactic. How I, about if we just pay you to bring the guns in? I bet they tried that tactic to try to. You see what I'm saying? Like that was the tactic. I, well, as I said, like tried, I, yeah, I understand you, but just just listen to this real quick. This is what the fucking cop was doing. It's about power, yo. Yeah. It's like uh. See out of nowhere, and then they're gonna call, basically tell Alton Sterling that he was uh, he was the aggressor. But this, but in the video, and I want to say it's up on our Facebook uh, and uh, it's on our CDs? Facebook, selling CDs out of the trunk of his, uh, the back of his um, thing, out of his car. And they they just ran up to him and just said, "I'm going to shoot you in your fucking head." And he, but of course he's been fired. But so are we now saying that a cop can lose his job by killing somebody? I I just think that so me and Pharaoh have had this argument before where I don't believe ninety nine percent of the population should have guns. Um but I think that in a cop's case, I don't understand why they have expressed permission to be the judge, jury, and executioner of individuals. Especially but every we single agree cop. On that. Um, yeah, we agree on that. Yeah, yeah. So, and we've also agreed that cops shouldn't fire a gun at someone unless they've been fired on that first. That's you it. can't presume someone is guilty. That's a, that that's opposite of exactly. the American system. Exactly. We do have a horrible culture mixed in with our racist past. It's all fucking connected. But what I'm saying is getting rid of the guns 
won't change your problem. Even if you gave these motherfuckers swords. I mean, like Sweden. We'd be dying by what swords. happened with Sweden? You know can what I'm we, saying? Can we compare like, like Sweden and, and, and these We're other... not Sweden. America cannot be one of these small, isolated countries with a rich, deep history of a few thousand years. We're not those countries. We're a young country made up of a bunch of different kinds of people, and we're only about four to three hundred years old. Shit's complicated, bro. Mm. <laughs> you don't have no unifying principle to fall back on like the Swedish people do. Well, maybe we're the too American young to have guns. American dream. Yeah, maybe we are too young. We're too, <laughs> young of we're too juvenile guns. right now to have guns. Yes, yes, but we have guns because we're a young nation. Do you, do you get like that's how we got guns? I mean, other I nations don't have guns. But that's not other right. Other nations don't have guns. It's not about right or wrong. It's about how hu human civilization can progress. Other nations don't have guns because their people have, were property yeah. of their government. Yeah. Until okay. America won the revolution, we, so that's how we got here. We, we, the whole concept of giving people to defend themselves is in rebellion to that European principle that average citizens shouldn't have swords to protect themselves from the lords. I think that's we're we're arguing we we're arguing different things. So nobody's talking about taking away legal gun owners' guns, and the reason for this is because most people do not commit crimes with their registered firearm. Um, if you register your firearm and you shoot somebody with it, they look at the bullets, they say, oh, it's registered to so-and-so, and they arrest you. Mm. So we're talking about illegal guns. We're talking about illegal gun ownership. Um, and in that case, if people really want to have all these guns and all this weaponry, what we need to have are very stringent laws policing this. So we need to know who you are. We need to know how many Background crimes you checks, have committed. All yeah, these types of things that, that they are against. So if we're talking about police, though, and why they need to have weapons, they do not need to have lethal weapons. Because apparently they, they, they have a even... lot of they have a lot of different options and i think for for me at least i believe that if you want to have a lethal weapon you should be specially trained to use that weapon you shouldn't be able to, to just become a doctor the... and you can get you Hold can on, take life and, and bring before, in a life you have to go to school on, for like 12 years like cops should do the same yeah. damn thing but didn't we agree before that we do need to invest in more non-lethal technology yes. to put in the hands of cops? Yeah. But a cop who patrols a fucking suburban neighborhood shouldn't really be armed with a lethal weapon in suburban... You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I do think there's a cop. But maybe a cop in, you know... And doing barrel rolls. America, where everyone owns a gun, he probably needs a gun because everybody who he shows up Has with at three o'clock and like, they got a shoddy, he needs a, a shoddy too. So I think it needs to probably be more proportionate to the areas in which people are policing. Mm. But I've also said that I don't believe cops should be shooting people unless they've been fired on. A gun is not, like, there are 12 other ways to bring a person down without killing them. And especially, and, and especially, all these and, um, ways can be in, introduced. Like shooting people is lazy, and that this laziness is mixed in with the culture of cops, kind of be descended from slave cats. Like there is a racist yeah. history with yeah, the cops. That's that. that's apparent. Yep. But we can fix the problem today with actual laws that don't spark huge debates. Like right. I think we can all agree in finding non-lethal weapons for cops that put people down without killing them well i mean obviously we can't all agree right because we can't agree on like having three days before you get your gun or like 10 guns yeah. a year yeah. like like all these or things. which type of guns you should have yeah, you shouldn't like, be having no bazooka and fucking ar-15 like, 10, <laughs> 10 guns a year that's a lot what the but some they won't agree that on shit. that they, they won't agree even. on that restriction like you can't yeah. buy 20 guns a year like they won't agree on that restriction yeah. so like that's the kind of opposition you're going up against when you're like oh let's have a little non 
non-lethal. Like they're like no, like yeah. bazooka. Dave, what were you saying? <laughs> Why do they only have rubber bullets for protesters? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, they should have they should have rubber bullets. I mean, that Wait, a rubber bullet will question? fuck somebody up. He said, like, "Why do they only have rubber bullets for, for protesters? Like they should have rubber like ru- rubber bullets still that's, fuck people up." You yeah. know why? Like, do you know why? Do you know why? Hold on, do you know why? Because you actually have a constitutional right to protest. So killing someone while protesting is actually a very, 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 very weird red line well, the, politically. The, the Israelis, the Israelis need to take take that because they're killing these Palestinians. These, these well, they don't have that law. That's true. So that's why. That's, not the that's why when police are doing things, remember a kid got killed during one of the riots in the '60s. Yeah, and it really like sparked huge because people were like, well, that's their right and their students. So ever since then, police when they do large protest events, they carry non-lethal stuff because it's kind of your right to protest. Yeah. So they can keep you from being rampant, but they're not supposed to put you down because you're doing it because it's your right to do it. Yeah. But and rumor like, has it that, sorry to um, interrupt you, so go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I agree, like, today, um, when I was driving, um, I got put over by a police officer. Oh, damn. And How'd you feel? Let's take, take us through <laughs> it. Did you pull out your camera automatically? No, because the thing about it is, for me, like, I'm not, I'm not scared of cops or, you know, doing anything crazy for me. Okay. I'm just not that worried about it. Like, and also, like, I was coming back from an interview, so I was all dressed up in, like, a suit and stuff like that, no. where I shouldn't be worried if I'm in a hoodie that says blood gang on it. Like, I shouldn't but be worried. What, happens if, you, what happens if you were just in a hoodie like this? And they would took you. And also know that. Even if, if even I'm if in you a had suit, Cornell sweatpants on, I could have been shot up, right? So, but um, just this by, cop, just by your looks, yeah, just by my looks. But this cop has a a, you know, this cop has a fully loaded gun on. Yep, Glock. For what? For me speeding? Mm. Like in what? In what? Oh, he situation? took it out the holster. No, he didn't take it out the holster, oh, but he I'm had not, it on him. Yeah, and it's like, in what situation should my speeding result in a firefight? Mm. Like you know, like in in what scenario? And what's what's on, scenario, what scenario should what's the name city who got shot? Hold on. If you're a New York City cop, you've pulled people over, they've hopped out the car and started shooting. That does happen in New York City to cops. Mm. Like it's not unreasonable. You see the news all the time. Yeah. People yeah. running from the cops firing back. Like it's I, I I understand you're saying me as an individual shouldn't be blamed. But I also believe that certain areas cops are put in more intense situations more often so that's fine but he didn't pull the gun on you no yes, you didn't say he pulled it on you no 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 what i guess what i'm saying so is, i don't understand why like you felt threatened just because he had it on his hip no i didn't say i felt threatened i said what situation would he have to use that gun in a traffic stop and i understand that people do act crazy during traffic stops but it shouldn't really be a major interaction right like the cop pulls me over he has my license plate he has all that information he should be able to run that and to send me a ticket for stealing for uh, speeding he shouldn't really even have to walk up to my window and put himself in 2018 that, yeah. in that dangerous situation i can be like you were speeding this is what it was if you feel like if you feel for like you're instance, not guilty um check no when you get that shit in the mail and come to court yeah, come like to court like, come on. like for instance like when you're when you're paying when you're paying um tolls for easy pass you they drive right through the drive right through the bitch now you know they're even through um new york city <laughs> like the throgs neck the throgs neck bridge um all of them you, you um they're starting to wait, take wait. all of those okay, um tolls away and just put the easy pass i think i think we're back to that age-old conversation of having like the dream view like yeah you are cool you may have been going a little fast just because you were in the rush but this is New York. People drink and drive. The cop definitely has to get out and look you in the face 
before he puts all the information in, license it right. Like he has to know that the person he pulled up on the screen is also the person who's in the front of the car. So at some point, doesn't he have to come to your window? And shouldn't he come to the window and talk to you before he issues the ticket? Or else every time someone got pulled over, the ticket's issued automatically. And I don't know about you, S. Dot, but I've been pretty fortunate to talk myself out of a couple tickets. I don't think I really want them pre-printing my tickets. <laughs> it's going to ruin my people skills. <laughs> no, I, I got you because I got out of the ticket saying I was going to an interview, right? So, like, I wouldn't have had, I yeah. wanna have that you, well, interaction. Because you're good, S. You know you got out of that ticket. <laughs> no, so, like, I know I, I 100% get that there's, there's value to it, but yeah. I also could have been shot in my head when he asked me for my wallet. Yeah. And I don't know if it's worth yeah. that and, you, and, and even for a minority now a black man when i was pulled the, i was pulled over like this was like man. this was years ago i already had my wallet and everything was already out and my hands were on the well on the steel wheel like this like i'm not and i'm looking and i'm talking to him and i have my hands up like this <laughs> he was like you can put your hands out and i was like i was like are you sure i was like all right so i was like you know, I'm over here doing slow moves. I'm not moving fast, but it's crazy. We have to act like that, dude. Like, but you know, ooh. hold on. Can you, can you understand? But that's like, the thing. Early on don't... in my life, early on in my life, my uncle gave me the talk, and I remember him giving me the talk and saying, "I'm. I don't want you to." do this like a thing of fear you do it like maybe an animal trying to get away from a predator this is how you survive in your environment so like i know it shouldn't be how the way we have to live life but i'm not going to live in fear i'm just going to do what i had to do to stay alive uh, dave um, what were you going to say i want it fair okay <laughs> i mean other than the fact that they have to like fulfill a quota like i think a lot of their um presence creates fear and it's like it's almost as if uh like their actions like they know like a cop is not a good thing like i'm sorry like, like they're dressed like, all the in black the, they're dressed yeah all in black like i mean they're, they're like or or navy blue whatever you want to say yeah, like a really dark color the, yeah and they're over here like there's not there's the i was i forgot i think i was watching like a youtube um thing can't remember what but they were saying like the overall aspect of a cop is just bad because of how one like how they were how they were formed what they do like you could be you as a person could be like that cop could be a great fucking cop a person right great person generous but when you put on that uniform it's, it's a whole different like it's an us versus them mentality and you're yes. supposed to be serving and protecting your community like there's times that when i'm driving and like you see a cop like damn near like all up in the woods like james bond 007 type shit like he over here got like arm me like camouflage himself and everything uh -huh. like what's the how is that serving and protecting anybody like anybody else who would do that i don't would understand be considered that. a predator like you're hiding like you're literally hiding and like when they have of course their cars are dark colors so they go into like especially in westchester you pull up into like the woods you can't even see them how is that serving and protecting anybody wouldn't you want to be out plain sight like yeah we're here slow the fuck down and, if and we're catching you get and i i i don't understand i that. agree heavily i've even said that kind of violates one of the kind of core concepts of the American government that our local law enforcement is not supposed to be the military but that's been actually violated well they because the military had no one else to sell all this extra equipment to they started winding shit. down the wars so who's the best uh, who's the best buyer the if plot. not other te terrorists 
the local police department. Mm. So you've actually militarized these police. And along that, well, put mix that in with the drug war. You already giving them federal funding for ridiculous tasks. You've now made a minor military in every county, which goes you like the people are being policed like it's a military. Yeah, cops occupation. need to have a doctorate. Have you ever walked down Harlem? Like you ever walked down Harlem in the middle of the night? They have these big old floodlights. Floodlights, like, especially on one hundred twenty fifth pisses me off like where am i am i a palestinian now under israel occupation this is how i live no but yo that's what the yo i who were like i like your perspective on shit that's what it is yo it's like it's like an environment is created where like the people were who, who are just trying to like live a peaceful life who are native to harlem like I, i'm I've, I've been here very few times like i had a girlfriend who used to live here and like because of gentrification like she had to find somewhere else to live no but, she was pushed out by Je- okay yeah okay. like um and so it's just like there's a kind of there's a community that is present at a certain location but then like when cops create their when they patrol when they like when they create like some kind of act uh, like an occupying force yeah yeah like yeah that creates an environment of hostility yeah and it's like who like in and you're supposed to be and you radicalize the kids yeah you're supposed to be serving and protecting like your this community but you're you're going along you're going you're going along um you're 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 your role so to speak is that of somebody who's a bully who's that who's somebody who's you know like nobody's trying to go to the police like everybody hates the police but you don't hate a firefighter like you know it's like these these cops it has to be something else done but this whole blue wall of silence all this shit like i'm trying to say and it's probably you know odd for me i have i have sympathy for police in a certain manner in that nobody likes being policed yeah. So everybody resists yeah. the idea of somebody telling them what to do, especially if that's what they want to do. We were all kids at so, one point. Um, but we all agree that not enough of us are good, that we can't all live unpleased. I I, I think it's that... Just, it's how they approach the people. Well, I think that the, the part of the problem is that they're not part of the community. And they're being sent in to solve problems that should be solved by that there community. There you go. So like, if you have a bunch of police and their job is to go in and just... You know, qu- like for instance, if you have a community whose net income is something like ten thousand dollars a year, yep. and then they're like, "Oh, you guys can't do anything." Like you can't. Like the reason there are drug dealers and there are people who are doing all these kind of illicit activities is because these people have nothing. No, nowhere and else their to solution, go. No their solution to the problem is policing. The solution to the problem is not creating a community that is self sufficient and doesn't have yeah. to do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like they're they're using they're using Cut. a hammer. To, to screw a nail and that creates hostility because these guys cannot solve the problem that they are there to solve yep. they cannot get rid of the drugs in the community because there's no money in the community so they have to sell the drugs there you go so like that, that I feel like that creates an inherent problem and then like you guys you know all the other things these guys are all to militarize they're taught to like just beat down the problem and nothing but- is sacred to them nothing at all yo like I had one encounter like I don't know how like it is in uh i i actually got um i've had several encounters with the police but uh like they want when they take you in like nothing is sacred to them you could have the most 
so what tell us what what you've been through like what what, what part like <laughs> so when you were saying like you've been like you've had like tell us about like an encounter and like what has happened like within that like what was your perspective i mean in? one time yeah okay one time i was coming back from like uh i was working with a friend in the kitchen in like valhalla and uh he couldn't drop me off exactly exactly at my house at my house like uh, he was helping me out with the ride um and uh he dropped me off in kisco and so i like had a um i wanted a, it was a nice day i wanted to walk like i like using my feet um i walked to my house and i stopped at Shoprite. um i didn't have a pen and paper with me and i was thinking of something so i wanted to jot it down so i went into the store just to get those two things because i didn't have anything on me um in the parking lot there was like this west indian guy getting like harassed by two cops in a way that like was just absurd to me Mm. no one was like there present i was like I, i had my headphones on but I like I was peeping out the situation and like I took them off and I like I just I wanted to hear what was going on. And then I heard, you know, like I, I heard him saying, like, I didn't do anything. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And uh, like uh, that guy could have been anyone's like I had an uncle who like uh, got, you know, just harassed by police. And like that, that guy didn't have anyone around him to kind of like uh especially west indian immigration things of that yeah like i mean specific demographics get profiled and like they get treated in a specific manner that is like disrespectful and um it's just like i i i couldn't stand for it like i mean my parents pay tax dollars to these people the fucking that's that's where their that's where their salaries are yeah yeah and and like these people cannot like it yeah like they don't really act as a benefit to the community they just like kind of bully people who are non-white and um they make them feel like some other kind of way like it's like a lot of disrespect is like like the impact that like white police people have on the lives of non-white people is big and like that has to be looked at like my my uh family relationships like have been really under a lot of like uh stress and like they're they're a lot better now than they were before but like the 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 impact that cops have on the lives of people who are non-white who don't like who best who basically like um you know when you get when you get like in trouble like people look at that as if like you deserved it like what were you doing to to uh like as a, as if the cops were already automatically right for what and yeah yeah like automatic people automatically side with the state and in and and in affairs that like are uh shady like, like yeah. or, have well, you um have you heard dave i don't know if uh if you may have um that uh stefan clark the kid that was killed in, in California. his backyard yeah, in his backyard, and he and uh, eight shots, and it, they all went through uh, the entry points were all in his back. So as so he was running away from them, and they and they were like, "Oh, we see a gun," <laughs> but it was a phone. But it was a phone, and and you shoot somebody. If somebody has a gun pointed at you, you should be hitting their front. But if a guy, if a kid is running from you, somebody's running from you. How is that posed as a threat? And I'm like, and if this, and the the overall issue, and that's actually kind of you know um, the overall issue I want to get into this really quickly, is that this kid was was killed 
and he has kids, and you know he's a father and everything, a husband or, or yeah, you saw those whatever. Other pictures, like- yeah. They were saying like they shot him eight, 20 times altogether. Tw- like he, they didn't shoot him, but they shot at him twenty times, hit him eight times. They said that um, it was like a it was a slow death or whatever the case is, and the, and it was all through his back. And what's the reason for shooting him? Because or even yeah, for shooting him because he was breaking. Not he wasn't. It was allegedly there was somebody who fit his Rumors. description, right? Fit his description in regards to somebody who's breaking windows, like car windows. Like is that hurting anybody? I mean, yeah, just- right. I mean, there's two points on this. So, uh, first of all, the cops that are sent to enforce breaking windows have lethal force on them. Lethal force. Like, like think about that. Like, For if breaking got, windows. If you got arrested and convicted red-handed, the worst penalty... It's like destructive you go of to, property. You go to Come jail on. for a couple months. Yeah. But the the, the cops that are sent to police that have the ability to, you know, hand out lethal justice. So Which that's is, number yeah. one. Number two, when we talk about training, they shot 20 shots and hit him eight, eight times. Eight times. 20 times they shot their guns. Yep. Eight times. Yep. Less than half. And you should have heard so it. He was like, you should have heard it. Where those other shots force. go? Like, I mean, yeah. did anyone else get impacted? But, like, like, what I'm saying is, else, like, a good thing nobody else got hurt. These cops are so untrained to do also, the job that they're supposed to do. He fell on the ground. <laughs> yeah, he fell on the ground and they were still shooting at him. Yep. Like, yep. you didn't even. You didn't even, you yell gun. And, you didn't see shit. The guy just yells gun. And that's something we have to talk about. In every one of these police videos, they just yell gun. Yep. Gun, gun, gun. <laughs> there's no gun. Son, there's no gun. They just start yelling it. Gun, 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 gun. <laughs> and they get all red and hot and bothered. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? And that's then out of nowhere. Gun, 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 gun. And then gun. every single one of them shoots. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you and reloads. And reloads. It becomes like a video game. Yeah. Yeah, you need and reloads, dude. There like, should be one guy who shoots. Gun, yeah. boom. Okay, now there's but, still a gun. But let's take this. Let's take <laughs> like, this into a quarters, right? So the kid was running from them. They had a helicopter that was looking at his every move, right? What's the need for lethal force? Even if he has a gun, right? What's the need for it? If you can see this guy and he's running away from you, right? And it's and all you and you have more. You have it's one kid, one person that you're running after why not just try to circle the air like have people have cops like do it like, circle the area you have a fucking helicopter that is is clearly watching him infrared can see him where he's going worse comes to worse the window breaker gets away this isn't Bashar exactly. al-Assad. Like, come on. Like, this They're isn't Osama it, bin Laden. It's really what up to... It, <laughs> if, it, and that's it comes if down he was to actually what you're affiliated with. Yeah. Because, like, the kid in Florida, he killed how many people? Four, 17 people? Yep. And yep. he got apprehended. Yeah, because like, he, like, covered himself in... He, by, you know, cloaked himself in, camouflaged himself in with the other kids. This shit is crazy, dude. So, it's like... I, we, we, I think, just like we were saying last week, we have to... We, and, Dave, you can, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like I think that we have to stop protesting, dude. Like protesting is not doing anything for us right now. I, like the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life was protest with like white kids in Occupy, mm. and like I thought I had the liberty to like I, I had I was working at an internship a couple years ago in Manhattan, like a communications firm that like my mom does like housework for yeah. this Jewish guy who uh, had this communications firm called Fenton. And um, it's not there anymore. I don't know what happened. He, like, sold it. But, uh, like, after the internship, I was... uh, It was the whole uh, Occupy thing where people were bringing attention. Occupy Wall Street, yep. Yeah, like, people uh, congregating in Washington Square Park. And 
And it served no purpose. It, it was it, at the end of the day. I I was really intrigued because like a lot of bullshit was going on oh, in the yeah. country. Yeah, and yeah. like I was, and it's still I was, going on. Yeah, I w- I'm all about like trying to uh, demonstrate absurdity or just yeah. you know like protest, but it didn't have any agenda. Like it didn't have any kind of like objective. Yeah. It was just. Like I, re- I, that's what I was saying. Like I feel like we need to be done with protesting, and we need to come together like these packs, these super packs, like it, these election bo- shits, like boycotting. Unfor- exactly. Like, yeah. Tr- but hold on, hold on. But you, he brings up a great point. Occupy Wall, Occupy Wall Street happened at the same part time as Tea Party. One <laughs> of us gave us a party. The other us gave us news headlines for a little while. There you go. Well, because I think it's like um, say that again. He said one gave us a party. The other one gave us new he- news headlines. So like occupy yeah exactly. But I, I think it's just an inherent difference between the cultures of the right and the left. So the the right is a a more no it's it's just like they're more they have a specific goal in mind and what their goal is is to accomplish that goal and they know that money talks. Where like the left is so anti anti any kind of like establishment or any kind of like yep. government. Anti-leader, anti-direction, anti-any sort of thing that makes things happen. Yeah. yeah, like they can't have like, oh, we all have to be the leader. Like, no, like you need one person to direct shit. Yeah. And like the, the right is so fine with falling in line behind the strong man yeah. where like the left, you know, and I don't, I think that's a good idea. Like you don't want to fall in line behind a strong man, but yeah. they're so anti it yeah that they end that, up messing themselves up and, and they, they can't can learn something themselves. from that's what i'm saying like we can learn something from each other like I, we can learn something from our opposition and the thing is what we need to do is like t- like uh, just like the uh, million women march or whatever the put you know the, especially with the uh the women marching after you know if they if they took a dollar right just a dollar from each one of those people they would have been able to at least start something like especially like with us you know uh, us as minorities and black people us protesting why don't you uh, just like we were saying it in the last podcast like a, a, a million a, a million dollar march or whatever the case is everybody puts in a dollar or whatever and, it, and and somehow it goes to something so that it could then like at least you know f- fund fund like a, a school program or something like these things need to start happening where we can so if like if kid like in chicago oh kids need to stop like shooting and stuff all right have a protest everybody brings a dollar so that they can then build a, uh you know some sort of uh you know uh, uh you know Uh-oh. building establishment so kids can go to after school like this protesting and signs and all this stuff is not doing anything but creating it's just, ruck- it's just DJ, ruckus yeah you just yeah you just made the greatest point to the current problem <laughs> is that people will spend more money getting to the protest than actually in the That's avenue take of that fixing money. the thing <laughs> yes they're protesting take that money that about. you did spend like, like spending on poster boards talking, and shit I've seen protesters drink Starbucks in like McDonald's and shit. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, it's like, it's the easy way out. But I've always said this, and this is my problem with the current political system in America is liberalism has become attached to this kind of anarchist ideal that the system is the problem and the best way to do anything is to destroy the system. Where Republicans, hold on, hold on, but but listen, but Republicans have kind of already figured out that the system as it's written is going to let anyone who wins the offices do what they want. There you go. And they've kind of spread out evenly so they can win these offices. Where liberals have congregated in a couple major places, Mm. but still have the population. So now you can win a popular vote, but you don't win the election. 
Why? Because ideals aren't spreading around. The biggest trend that I think that's happened politically in America is people's migration. We've had a second migration. Liberals have moved to live next to more liberals and conservatives have moved to live next to more conservatives. So it makes it hard for you to change how voting is going to be because people are fundamentally living in different places than they yeah. were 20 to 40 years yeah. ago. And we're so, of course, we're going to continue to keep talking about this. So you can see we can continue, we can keep going on this and we're going to do it too and like other podcasts. But we're going to go ahead, we're going to go into our music corner and then we want to go into a philosophy corner and then the deep dive. Uh, and we're actually going to be splitting this up here. <laughs> and I'm going to let our listeners know we're going to be splitting this up. So we'll have two, we're basically have have uh, you know a different world this entire segment and then we're going to have our philosophy corner that goes into our deep dive and our deep dive this time will be um, kind of going into uh, Dr. Mar- um, MLK Jr.'s his, uh, his legacy and then we're going to talk about that so here's a music corner check it out so then we tried because you went used to how fast we touched fast we touched then we locked eyes I know that I'm carrying on, never mind if I'm showing off, I was just front, you know I want you babe, I'm ready to bet it all, unless you don't care at all, but you know I want you, you should stop front, babe, trying to be the best girl for you to be, still you sneak and look at me, girl I know. That was my little mix right there, the Get Up Podcast mix. So we are back. We got our boy Dave in the studio, S. Dot, and we got Farrah on the phone. Uh, so we're going to wrap this one up, actually, because it was just because our conversation was just so, it was so healthy. It was so hearty right there that uh, we're just going to wrap that up there. And I want to say our next one, I was thinking, and you, and we'll talk about this, but I think the next one will just be straight de- a deep dive section. And we'll just go straight into that instead of doing a a, uh, a different world. Yeah, yeah, that could be you know, Farrah, what do you think? I think he's there. Did I, uh, I approve. You approve? I approve. Awesome, you approve. All right, so um, what we do here, Dave, is like a gold star point. Our gold star point, or you can send somebody to go pick some grapes. And what we mean by that is you go like almost like Charlemagne's like 105 donkey of the day. Somebody that you will that you say, you know. You you need to, you you have to take this L right. If you've seen anybody in the news, anybody in your local election, anybody that you or or somebody that you want to congratulate, you know, give a or or even a gold star point is almost like what do we want to say? Like a mantra that you may have if you if you may have a mantra, a gold star point. Some sort of gold star points are more positive. Yeah, uh, gold star points are most positive. Yeah, <laughs> when you send somebody to the great fields, that's that's just that's an L. <laughs> Um, and you, actually, you think about that, and we'll go, and we'll go. Um, uh, Estad, do you have somebody? Do you have anything? A gold star point, or uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, April fourth was the fiftieth anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King, and I think a lot of times his legacy gets whitewashed into this 
um, culmination of you know history bending in the arc of justice. You know, like he was the the sacrificial lamb for the civil rights movement, um, accomplishing all that it was. Mm. And in reality, that's not really what happened. What happened was that Martin Luther King was trying to set off this revolution where we would have equal rights. As, as, as voting but also yeah. economic and that's that's the key one that's mm. the one really probably why he died um because after they don't he teach us about that shit in school after he never was did. able Fox to about um, you know get the voting rights act and stuff like that he moved on to the poor people's campaign yeah and the poor people's campaign was specifically designed to address those types of issues and that was what white people could not bear they could understand you having voting rights or whatever but moving into their neighborhood dealing with them in the boardroom all of that stuff was a cross that they were not going to bear mm. and if you look at his assassination combined with all the other assassinations this was not a a isolated incident they were killing black leaders by they were, the dozen they warned them didn't they oh yeah they black panthers <laughs> all of them yeah they were, they were, but were, well with the black panthers were they like a, like huey p and well huey p wasn't assassinated but the rest of them like they came they, kind of after too like that's that, also yeah. like the, the black, black panthers, panthers were a little like, bit later was, okay yeah okay. they were a little bit like later like that's not the same 60s. era that's okay that's like kennedy Martin, yeah. Malcolm, Malcolm. Malcolm. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's like a couple other people, and not just black. We're talking. They were assassinating anybody who spoke out against the war. Oh, yeah. Understand, Martin Luther King more got killed for that than anything else. You can talk about black people's rights. Do that all you want. We you can talk know. about poor we'll people's talk about rights. That do war. that right. But you're talking about people not going to the military? Mm, no. This is the fundamental mistake, with business right I think, yeah. in my research of the civil rights movement that we've made. We can't talk bad about the military. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I just, you know, um, in in kind of, because I've been doing a lot of research and a lot of uh, reading about that movement, and really understanding the assassination of Martin Luther King is not the culmination in some great fight for civil rights, but it's the, the quashing of a revolution. Mm. It was the fact that he was actually being successful, and they wanted to stop that shit, so they started Fact. killing everybody. The same thing with the Black um, Panthers. Yeah, it's, just, Fact. it's just that same thing. It's just like, oh, wow, you guys are getting too successful, getting and that's powerful. how you have to yeah. view it. You're the like, best he was trying to create something mm. and they wanted to stop that shit mm. and that's what American society did. So don't view it as some kind of like, because you know like at the end of movies it's like, oh somebody fought and they, they overcame and then yeah. they died. That's not what happened. Yeah. It's like the person dying in the first five minutes of the movie. Damn. Um, That's more of what Martin Luther King's death was and mm. I think we have to acknowledge that so we don't have this whitewashing of his legacy to this peaceful guy who got killed by some random southerner. That's, that's going to be no, our this next is, um, This is that. America that yeah. killed him and they killed yeah. him for a specific reason was to stop revolution facts yeah no that's exactly what we're gonna do and then pharaoh do you have a gold star point are you sending somebody to the great fields yeah uh i do have a gold star point since we're gonna skip the philosophy corner i'm going we're gonna do that the next time our next podcast so don't give them too much sure sell me dreams uh no we're definitely doing you (laughs) i'm going to read you uh, a quote. So to our <laughs> listeners, make sure you you listen to this so for our next podcast. So uh, we're not selling Sarah wet dreams. No, <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. Uh, <laughs> love, must love. Uh, so if you think in negative terms, you will get negative results. If you think in positive terms, you will achieve positive results. Doctor Norman Vincent Pale. And next week, we're going to be talking about the power of most, like I would say, the most hum- powerful human ability, your mental state and controlling it mm. and what it can give to you when you direct it towards a single focus. 
Mm. Well, go ahead with that. Go ahead with that. So as we're not going to be selling Pharaoh any um, any dreams, we are making sure that we that's going to actually be our next podcast. Um, we're going to go straight into our deep dive uh, and have you know a few um, segments and so forth on that. Um, but. I don't know if I have. I don't have anybody going to the great fields. Actually, but I'm also going to congratulate um, another young black man, Michael Brown. Um, he. I don't know if you guys heard, but he was accepted to like 20 different um, I schools. Uh, Ivy League, all of the Ivies, and, and Dang, we need a thing for that. Yeah, um, and I, he with a full ride, 250 thousand, whatever it may. Uh, it was a large amount. Um, I know there was like a negative story out there about these like dumbass news anchors, um, but fuck them, you know, um, and they were actually, we're not going to even give it any light. Fuck them. We're going to just congratulate this man for getting, um, for having like a four point something GPA, um, you know, and, and going to all the Ivies and he wants to, you know, he's, he's looking to get into like political, um, you know, to political realm and so forth. So I'm just, that'll be my gold star point. Dave, I don't know if you thought of anything. If not, it's actually okay, brother. It is okay. You'll be back. We're going to have Dave back. I want to thank you, man, for coming through, you know, dropping some gems on us, you know? Um, and again, this is the get up podcast and don't forget, check out our Instagram, the get up podcast. Uh, don't forget to check out our Facebook same thing the meme get up podcast um meme game popping most definitely um hashtag black hogwarts hashtag black lives matter hashtag wakanda forever again this is the get up podcast like a pig, bitch. <laughs> this is the get up podcast thanks for listening peace Boom. God, damn. it's a new